Hey everybody, on today's Locked on Bama, Jimmy Stein will be back with me. We're going to keep going down his roster countdown as we're getting ever so close to the beginning of spring practice. And uh, that's what we're going to focus on today. So stay with us. Thanks for making us your first listen. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We'll talk about them in just a bit. But for now, let's get the show started. On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's hard not to get fired up when that music comes in. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Still dancing to that music. <laughs> You look like the kind of guy who gets funky. Uh, Jimmy. There has to be beer. There has to be beer. All right, literally, you never listen to me when I say this. You have 30 seconds to give your input on Calvin Ridley and the gambling suspension. I just did a podcast with Aaron Freeman of Locked On Falcons, which I went ahead and put out there. It's really supposed to be out there for Wednesday, but it was so topical, I went ahead and put it out there. So, um, this episode will actually be for Thursday that we're cutting a little bit early. But um, I thought that Aaron Freeman would have some good insight with Locked On Falcons. He did. I implore everybody, if you hadn't heard it, go back and listen. But, Jimmy, your thoughts real quick. Um, really uh, uh, sad for Calvin that he made such an egregious, huge mistake, and I believe he did it innocently. And by that, I mean that he didn't even try to hide what he was doing. Uh, I, I don't think Calvin realized what he was doing was uh, was wrong. It was extremely wrong, uh, and, and I don't know that he realized it. So I hope he doesn't get the Pete Rose, you know, lifetime ban. I, I, I don't think that's what's going to happen here. I don't believe so, but it could. And if it does, hey, this is this is the one. It sounds crazy, but it's the biggest rule of them all, and and, and he he broke it. I'm going to implore you to go back and listen to what Aaron Freeman said. He he, I'm a little bit on the side of uh, punishment doesn't really fit the crime, even though this is the cardinal sin when it comes to sports. Um, the amount of money and the fact that the NFL has now uh, not just dipped their toe in the gambling waters, they are swimming, they are bathing in gambling money. They actually have a team in Las Vegas, the Super Bowls in Las Vegas in two years, and the damn draft is in Vegas this year. And everything is brought to you by FanDuel and DraftKings. And Ray Rice knocks a woman into next week on video in an elevator, unconscious, and he gets a two-game suspension. Now he's essentially blackballed from the league. But um, I just feel like this is – it's a little bit out of control and pretty hypocritical. And I feel like they are making him the poster child for this when really if they were just to say, you know what, Calvin, here's the deal. You're going to sit three games. Um, You're not – these are – you're not going to get paid for those games. And – that's going to cost you a lot more than what you gambled on those stupid parlays. By the way, quit betting on parlays, Calvin. Um, and then the next guy that does this, this is this. We want to make this the warning shot. The next guy that does this, it's a year. I could live with that. I could live. I think that's fair. But doing this now is, especially with the way the NFL's been about everything, is so overreaching to me. And I just, I just don't get it. But um, you know, I also hate it because. Calvin Ridley took a break for mental health purposes, and this is going to give that a stigma of, oh, yeah, mental health. And um, as a guy who 
I mean, I've, I've said it on this podcast before. I, I, I've, I take antidepressants. Um, I have no problem saying that. I, I'm not super proud of it, but it's something that I've had to do. And, um, you know, these things are real and they can really get you down and um, it can really affect you. And especially with the way everything's been with COVID, the, the you know, pandemic, the, everything going on in the world today. I mean, things can get you down and uh, the pressure can get to you. So anyway, having said all that, Jimmy, um, we want to get back to your roster countdown. And this is going to be fun for both you and for me because um, you don't have your countdown in front of you. So you're <laughs> just having to go based on uh, – Oh, I guess I what? do. I do have it in this notebook that I haven't bothered to open. It's in this notebook. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start with number 38, Kendrick Blackshire, who um, I assume is a stunt double for Godzilla. I, I've never seen a human being this big, this intimidating – um, he is scary huge. The problem I think we all have with Kendrick Blackshire is other than just putting him at midfield, why aren't he at midfield for every coin toss? They just, <laughs> uh, you know, you might have to like take him out there on a forklift or something, but you put him out there for the coin toss and say, I don't choose, I don't choose head. I choose pain. So, you know, I don't choose heads or tails. I choose pain. But um, anyway, what are your thoughts on him? Well, good player, played on special teams as a true freshman. It's not easy to do because a lot of freshmen tried that, and Kendrick kind of won the spot. Uh, I think he's a future starter. I think right now the competition's a little too tough in terms of getting into the lineup. We don't normally rotate at that position. The starters play, and then the backups come in in garbage time. So I think Kendrick will be a second-team player this fall. I think um, Henry To'o To'o will, of course, return as the Mike linebacker. And the weak side linebacker starting spot is either going to go to veteran Jalen Moody, who's a senior, who's been there four years, or a superstar young player, Deontay Lawson. A lot of the fans haven't seen De much of Deontay yet, but he's one of the guys on the team that hasn't really played a lot, that, that we're already, uh, you know, it's already a good wager to bet that Deontay Lawson's going to be a superstar player at Alabama, not just good. So Moody or Lawson will be the other spot. That, that means Blackshire is going to be a second-team player. And uh, that's fine because Alabama is going to lose Moody to graduation. They're going to lose To'o To'o to graduation in the NFL. So Blackshire has a great chance to be a starter in 2023. I hope he takes this fall very seriously because it's going to kind of be a launching point for him for uh, for next season. You know, Jimmy, uh, when we come back, I want to talk about these next two rankings, which are mind-boggling, baffling. Insane, right. even. Um, Perfect. For now, just so that people can get ready for this craziness that's coming, let's also talk about March Madness. When you talk about March Madness, you want to go to Stat Hero. Stat Hero's single game pickums pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads or long odds or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their games winning four times more often. Why is that? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're up against. I mean, Stat Hero is just awesome. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be, y'all. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. Sign in for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. 
again, stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on. Terms and conditions might apply. And I bet they do, but it doesn't matter. You're going to love it. Now, Jimmy, sometimes I like to brag that I'm friends with you, internet legend. <laughs> Don't ever do that. American, um, world-renowned traveler. You always do this before you're about to disagree. This may be the most questionable ranking you have ever put together of anything. Oh, <laughs> did no. I accidentally slip Bryce in there at number 34? <laughs> no, somehow you put um, Jennings Hester at number 37. No. <laughs> uh, or is it Hennings Jester? Uh, we always got that mixed up. No, um, number 37, you have Christian Leary, which, okay, mm -hmm. not terrible ranking there. I think it's a little low for him, but okay. So you Just think he should be higher? You think Excuse me. Well, I, I can live with 37 for Christian Leary, except when I see who number 36 is, which is a Jai Hall. Yeah. I like a Jai Hall. Yeah. But a Jai Hall was a headache for most of the year. Right. In the national championship game, he finally got his opportunity, and he did okay, especially for a freshman. I'm not complaining about his performance. I'm complaining about the performance based on the uh, – supposed complaining he was doing throughout the year about not playing enough. So my point is how in Nick Saban's universe do you have Christian Leary below Ajay Hall? Explain thyself. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, 36 and 37. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously nip, nip and tuck there at 36 and 37. It's not like I had one at – seven and the other one at, at 54. I mean, they're, they're, they're right there next to each other. This is what I'd be willing to wager, actually. Uh, first of all, Christian Leary was moved to running back uh, this past year. Obviously, he's going to be back at wide receiver this fall. And this is a projection of, you know, who's the best player on the team right now. I think today, Jai Hall is a better wide receiver than Christian Leary. And that will be reflected in playing time. I think Ajay will play more at wide receiver than Christian Leary. Maybe not by a lot. That's why they're so close in these rankings. There'll also be a post-spring ranking. Our minds can change after uh, what happens in spring practice. But no, I, I think Ajay would be slightly ahead of Leary uh, in the pecking order at wide receiver. Uh, and uh, we can, if you like, we don't do this enough, but I think people will be entertained if we wagered like a dollar right now, write this down to wagering one American. No, let's, let's wager a ruple. What's a ruple now about half a cent. Oh God. It's, if it's half a cent, I mean, you're, you're <laughs> at the wrong market. They don't <laughs> even have a stock market anymore. They just took that thing down. Let's, uh, let's wager a thousand Russian ruples, which is like $1. Uh, I'll, I'll bet $1 today that Ajay catches more balls than Leary this fall. Okay, I'm I'm, wanna... I'm I'm down. I'm down with that. Okay, cool, cool. Just re... Yeah, that'll be fun. And this will be the we... reason people will listen to the podcast all year because we have $1 riding on a, a receptions bet in the fall. What's what's going in my favor here is because your guy, who, who I'm pulling for, I, I, I kind of hope you're oh, right. Yeah. I hope either one of us is right. It doesn't matter. But my guy is less likely to be suspended than your guy. <laughs> <laughs> True, or or I'll tell you what. To be totally honest, uh, I think Hall or Leary could hit the portal 
yeah. after spring practice. And the bet would still stand. I think the bet should still stand if, if, if like, let's say Leary hits the portal and Hall stays, obviously I'm going to win that dollar. If it's vice versa, then I'll go ahead and pay the dollar in May if Hall leaves and Leary stays. But, uh, no, I think this is an interesting bet. Uh, I think with the wide receiver breakdown, most of the receivers, are, by the way, are ranked higher than this. There's a couple just ahead, and and, and uh, spoiler alert: Jermaine Burton's probably going to be in the top ten or twelve. Um, uh, you know, th- these guys aren't first team receivers to me. I don't think either one will be first team, but I believe Hall is more likely to be part of the first team rotation than Leary. That's what I believe. Uh, but by the way, this, this all sounds like I'm not high on Christian Leary. I like Leary. I do. I, I think Leary's a good player. And I think there's a chance that a receiver or two could leave Alabama after the spring, go somewhere else, and prove to be good players. And 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 I would consider Leary and Hall uh, part of that group. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what makes – it's sort of like our category in the recruiting superlatives about, you know, who's most likely to hit the transfer portal. It's yeah. – you know, it, when you rank these guys, if you rank somebody number 50, you're like, oh, my God, you think he sucks? No, I mean, it's just he's number 50 based on the fact that, uh, yeah. you know, we, Alabama's got a ton of good dudes. I mean, yeah, number 50 in the greatest program of all time. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> and by the way, your number uh, 63 guy, Caden Clark, is already not on the roster. Yeah, I've had people ask me, that. did he see my list and leave? <laughs> <laughs> he got his feelings hurt. He's like, I'll show him. I'll go be the number 63 player somewhere else. Um, all right, Jimmy. Um, when we come back, we're going to finish this up. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do this, though. I like this. This is a great idea you've got. But right now, I want to tell everybody about Run Your Pool. March Madness is you know a few days away now. That means you need to start thinking about where you're going to be running your brackets. You want to do it at runyourpool.com. Are you going to go for the usual? Nah. Are you going to go for the best? Yeah. We've done our homework here at Lockdown, and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, they have all kind of other brackets and fun stuff and all this kind of information you don't get at ESPN or CBS. Go to runyourpool.com backslash locked on for a chance to win a cash prize. Runyourpool.com backslash locked on. And if you want to play against us, that's where you'll go. Join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter pure madness at checkout for $10 off that custom pool. All rules and details will be available right there for you to get your bad self involved in runyourpool.com. Also, Football might be over this season, but basketball, as you well know, is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcast news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, and everything that you need to bet on, except unless you're Calvin Ridley. Head to the website today to use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, at number 33, you have uh, Darian Dalcourt. He's a center. I'm not trying to slight him, but give me something quick on him. Well, understand that, you know, this is a ranking of, of, of you know, who's the best player on the team. Uh, and, and, and you might say it's Bryce or Will. Basically, I'm ranking the answers from best to worst. The, the, the best answer is number one. The worst answer was number 63. Uh, I have so if you're at 33, you're well inside the two deep, right? The two deep is 44 guys. So uh, I think Dalcourt will end up being the number two center. 
Uh, he ended last season the number two center partly because of injuries. Seth McLaughlin overtook the starting center job from Darian. I think Seth will hold on to that myself. This is a ranking that could easily change post-spring. And even though I have Dalcourt at 33, I'm, I actually think he's a pretty good player. Uh, maybe he deserves to be a little higher. I, I think we'll get a more accurate reading of Dalcourt after the spring, assuming he's healthy. Number 34 is Treshawn Holden. Um, you know, he caught 21 balls for 239 yards. Uh, he, he was fine. None of the none of the group of receivers really, you know, stood out. Ja'Cory Brooks ended up, of course, doing some good things against Auburn. Um, but, yeah, and I assume we'll see him a little bit later in the list. But Treshawn Holden, what you got? Well, it might surprise some people to know that Treshawn Holden is our leading returning receiver as part of the receiver core, if you don't count the transfer, Jermaine Burton, uh, Treshawn caught quite a few balls. He's our biggest receiver. I think, uh, Luke, you got in front of I think he's 6'3", 213, somewhere in that area. Uh, real big, strong kid, uh, possession receiver, big catch radius. I think Treshawn, you know, we were talking about Leary and Ajay earlier. I, I think Treshawn has a better chance than those two to be in the first team. Okay, that's – and I think that's fair. I, I do. I'm, I'm fair with that. The only thing, again, that I, I go back to Leary, the fact that he can actually be in the backfield, yep. um, I think may help him overall. Uh, and finally, for this set of rankings, number 33, this is a guy everybody always, – you always love this guy regardless, but everybody really is intrigued with Jalen Milrow. Um, I found it a little odd. He's 6'2", 212, and yep. Treshawn Holden's listed at 6'3", 214. I'd be willing to bet if you asked any Alabama fan who's bigger, all of them would say Jalen Milrow. That's right. Uh, Milrow is built differently than basically every other kid on the team. Uh, Trey Sean has a real big frame. You know, he's sort of wide. And I think that's why he weighs more than Milrow. Because uh, Holden, if the very first time, true story, I went to a practice, the very first time I ever saw Holden, uh, I, I couldn't see his number where he was standing. I thought he was a tight end. I mean, I, I thought, I thought, you know, why is a tight end standing in that part of the field? Um, and he's a wide receiver. He he's just has such a, a a wide frame. Milrow is built a little more compactly, but he is solid rock. I mean, Milrow is just ripped. I think pound for pound, he might be the strongest guy on the team. I think at his weight, he's the fastest guy on the team. I mean, it's impressive that, you know, Aaron Anderson can run a 4-3-8 but he, he weighs 188 pounds. Milrow runs this runs a 438 at 212, you know, uh, but regardless of that, Milrow plays quarterback. He doesn't play linebacker running back and people aren't knocked out by his, his passing yet. It is something that's in development. Uh, I'll just insist what I've insisted from the start. I think Milrow, even though he's not playing is ahead of hurts ahead of Jalen hurts as a passer at the same stage. In other words, this is Milrow's second spring. I think Milrow might be a better passer in his second spring than Jalen Hurts was in his second spring. And just like Jalen got better and better and better and better, and now he's an NFL starting quarterback, I think Milrow is going to follow a very similar path as a passer. Uh, I hated ranking him this low. I actually think he should be higher. But the fact of the matter is, how much will we see Mil Milrow Probably very little. We're not going to rotate a quarterback. Uh, Milrow will come in at garbage time with the other backups, 
uh, after Bryce has already secured the game. So I rated uh, Milrow the 33rd best player on the team. I actually think he's in tr truly a little higher. I just couldn't rank him higher because we won't see a whole lot of him this fall. All right, buddy. That'll do it for this episode. We will do some more ranking stuff, talk a little bit about um, Alabama and the SEC tournament. Hopefully we're still talking about them in the SEC tournament come Friday. And uh, until then, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.